Hey everyone, uh, Tri-State Sacks here with another Playing Around Playbook. Today we're going to be talking to the amazing Colleen Clark. So let's just give, give her a second to log on here. Super excited to be talking with her today. She's an amazing, amazing drummer and educator and should be great. Um, I think Sammy's also going to come on as well. Hi, Colleen. All right. Hey, how are you? Hi, how's it going? Awesome, awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Hi, Sammy. The man, the myth, the legend. Oh, come on. Say more, say more. Go on, go on. <laughs> Colleen, how are you doing? I'm awesome. How are you, man? I'm so glad you're here. I, this is Trista's show. I'm just a, I'm a squatter in the show. Yes. Uh, this is a great show. I don't know I think... if you can control yourself. I'm not sure. I'm so excited that you're here I'm, on the show. I'm outnumbered by drummers today. Usually, because I host it, you know, it's normally saxophonist on here, but I'll just, you know. Well, well we, got, we got the great Ricky Riccardi that joined, too. Uh-oh. Oh, man. You never know. You never know. You never know. Um, well, yeah. It's oh, we got to have Ricky on the show, actually. The, Ricky, I'm going to say, Ricky, you should come on the show, but go ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so uh, it's so great to be speaking with you again, especially after meeting after Jen. So let me just introduce you for the playbook community. Um, can you hear me okay? I'm not yes. sure if there's like a lag. Okay, great. So the great drummer, composer, educator, and band leader, Dr. Colleen Clark, is the first drummer and woman to earn a Doctor of Musical Arts degree in jazz performance, performance at the world-renowned University of North Texas, uh, the oldest jazz institution in America. Woo! Um, as a player, Clark has been described as someone to watch and someone who will be turning heads in jazz for years to come. Clark was invited by the ASCAP Foundation to lead her band, the Colleen Clark Collective, at the Kennedy Center. She's performed in prominent NYC venues, including Jazz Lincoln Center, Birdland, the 55 Bar. Um, she was also proudly to be joining the Sisters in Jazz Collegiate Combo on their premiere performance at the Jazz Education Network in 2019. And she can most recently be heard playing on the steeplechase record um, 900, Allegra Levy's Lose My Number, um, sings John McNeil. So to start us off, I want to ask you our staple question. Um, what have you been listening to lately? Ooh, um, today I've been listening to a lot of Basie because we're going to do a, a Basie tribute concert with my big band at school. So we're getting into that, you know, uh, basic straight ahead, really learning how to swing and play in an ensemble, understand your role, you know, that whole vibe. Really get the rhythm section to play in that sound and style is tough. And Sammy mm -hmm. can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of Sammy course. Why, why, do you, why, do you th why do you think it's such a challenging, um, oh, why do you think it's such a, because, I've, I've always talked to people about this, like, why is Ellington translate, right, for young musicians, but basically they can't capture, like, how do you teach people that, yeah, basically, well, the sensibility? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean, we know the answer, it's just they have to listen to it, but actually getting, getting kids to be excited about listening to it um, is, I think, more of the challenge. Um, so, I mean, and even just from my, my own experience of, like, taking lessons with Ed Sof. The the lessons that I remember the most was when we listened to st stuff together and he's like, listen here, here, right here, that, that right there, that, that's what's up. You hear that? 
rewind it, do it again here. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, right. that's how you listen. So that's what I do with them. I'm like, okay, we're, we're, we're trying to play, um, whatever, basically straight ahead. Like, guys, can you actually hear, uh, what, not your part, what is the rhythm section doing in the shout chorus and the solos just mm. in general, because that's really the identifying, uh, factor when we talk about bassy. And, and of course it's obvious the guitar player has to be able to chunk, you know, and, and the guy I got now, he is like really into it and he's killing, like he could chunk and have the band play with nobody else. That's how good his chord note is right now. Cause he is just, it's like, sure. Yeah. Dr. Frank, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're doing it, man. Yeah, baby. So man, Sammy, it's, it's really, you know, getting the, I, I keep telling him it's relaxed, but it's intense. Right. Because yeah, everything yeah. is intentional. Every rhythm is intentional. The swing, it feels so good. Like you can be like, I always tell him like, sometimes I'm driving on the highway. It should be going 90, but I'm listening to the bass and I'm 35. I'm about to kill myself. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like it. a problem. It's like a problem. <laughs> so especially here, we've got, we got some wild cats driving in South Carolina. <laughs> I still got my New York place. So I gotta be real careful, you know? <laughs> What's she doing? Yeah, I'm of course. Baby, come on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Um, so I'm curious. Um, growing up, like, who inspired you? Was there a particular educator or drummer that made you go, "Oh, I want to do this"? Oh yeah. Um, I was I was really lucky, and I'm still uh, supported by that. My middle school uh, band teacher uh, program, sing, 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 in sixth grade, <laughs> which is like kind of a terrible idea but it changed my life <laughs> you know because um I had I had that um on a tape so I had Sing 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 on one side which is of course the great Gene Krupa and then the other side was the Channel One Suite which is mm. Buddy Rich you know and um so I had that opportunity when I was really little to um you know play in a, in a jazz band um and then of course my high school band director too you know jazz um I'm from Connecticut and jazz uh jazz is a pretty pretty happening thing in Connecticut. Um, and so I was just lucky to be around that. Um, and then of course, my first mentor was Alexander Lee Pack, which of course, he got the call uh, from Duke Ellington to join the band, but his his good friend, uh, Louis Belson really needed some money. So he said, you should call Louis. Huh. You know? What? I didn't know that story. What? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of funny because like, Louis died like, right before him too so he was always like this is it was their relationship was like well okay you know what? okay and and mr leepak founded the percussion department at the heart school of music um he was the timpanist in the um harper symphony for 50 years but he was the killing swing you know big band drummer too so that was my that was my first my first can I, mentor can i ask about some of the because you've done so much research which most players like you go player maybe they do some education but then to be a player educator and really a researcher like you've done some incredible research in the in the drum sphere what's that affected when you go back to teach or how was it affected when you go back to play doing actual research yeah i mean my my big research was on the the and continues to be um on the evolution of the ride symbol pattern so i was really curious to to find um out not only how it evolved on the drum set because it really if it went from different instruments on the drum set, right? We're talking woodblock or oriental tom, right? And then and then top cymbal, right? And then uh, and then hats, and then ride cymbal, 
but we call yeah. it the ride symbol pattern, right? So, um, uh, hmm. that journey continues, obviously. And when I play, after after listening to hundreds of records, where I've been obsessed with that. I sit down and I like, I love playing the pattern even more. I'm like, oh, this is such a beautiful thing. You know, this is just so, and I try to instill that my, some of my students are like, yeah, you're, you're, that's so cool. Some of them are like, okay, they, you know, they're, they're, they're getting there. Um, but on the other hand, when I go and teach like a, a jazz history class, it inspires me in a different way because I can say to them, I listen to hundreds of hours of these things and I can confidently say, yeah, you can hear it migrate, you know, and you can hear different bands and different styles, but it overtook the entire music. So we, we talk about jazz music when we dang, 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 dang. Yeah, baby. That's what it is. It wasn't always that we expect that. Now we sit down, right? We're like, Ooh, here we go. Right, we're gonna count off. Right, here we go. Oh, that's what we're gonna do. You know, we expect that. Mm -hmm. That wasn't always the case. So when I kind of, when I when I highlight those things, like little light bulbs go off. Oh, jazz started before bebop. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, mm -hmm. I know that you have a number of experiences, you know, teaching and performing as part of the Colleen Clark Collective. Um, do you have a favorite experience or one that stands out to you the most? Uh, I mean, the Kennedy Center was, was super fun. I will say that. Um, uh, I mean, of course, like making a record is always exciting too, of your own music. Um, that was, that was quite an experience. I think nowadays it's, um, as long as multiple guys on the bandstand are present with me, I'm having a blast. You know what I mean? Um, so no matter what it is, um, if I'm the band leader or not, uh, if we're in it together, we're in that room together, I'm a happy camper. So <laughs> it's hard for me to pinpoint, you know, one here or there. Um, it's just it's just being actively present and listening and having fun because that's the whole thing. It really is like you know, we're drummers, right? We're, mm -hmm. we're little pranksters. Like, we should be, like, <laughs> telling jokes through through the drums. We should be having a good time. We should yeah. be instigating. We should be, like, making their lives a little more difficult, you know? Like, because <laughs> it's fun, you know? Like, that's how we interact. And um, so if if we could do that and people are, are, you know, vibing together, happy camper. Yeah, of course, of course. And do you have a – I know you said it's hard to pinpoint one, but during your time at USC – do you have a favorite memory from that one? Yeah, okay. So um, uh, we did our very first Jazz Girls Day, uh, which we, were, we so proudly hosted in January. And we had four, 14, 14 uh, girls from middle school and high school here in South Carolina. Some of them drove Amazing. three hours one way to come and play. And uh, playing with them was like, that was so much fun. Because they were just, first of all, I, um, like, just from some of the comments, they were like, Dr. Clark, I never played with another girl before, like, mm. like on the same stage. Number two, they're like, I never saw a girl drummer. And there were three of us. There's me and mm. two other girls who were like, they had never played the drum set. 
I had like 30 minutes with them and we got patterned down and we played a gig. That's what it's about. Amazing. So like that, that was so special. And awesome. It was like me and all my colleagues together. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone was just like, couldn't stop smiling the whole day. Cause we're like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what it's about, you know? Kaden Taylor was there. Kaden's here. Oh. Hello, Kaden. Dude, that's my girl right there. <laughs> Thank you for that response. Um, do you have any mantras for when you're feeling low? Oh, I need um, Dr. Clark. Give I need to prescribe this for me. I need the medicine. <laughs> Man, my my thing is always, um, and guys from North Texas will remember, uh, tick the boxes. So whatever you boxes. have to, you know, like whatever you have to get done in order to pass that level. It could be in school. It could be doing your laundry. Take that box. You're going to be feel be feeling better. You take those boxes, you're good to go. <laughs> do you do lists? Trista, you do lists? Do you do lists? Oh, God. Do I do Trista, lists? Do you do, do you do take the box? Do you write out what you yeah. need to do and stuff? I do. I take the boxes. Take the bo a box, you know, playbook. There you go. <laughs> Of course, of course. Well, um, thank you so much uh, for being here with us today. Our last question I want to ask you, why do you think platforms like Playbook are so important in today's classroom? Because we need to remind people that jazz is an inclusive music. It's an inclusive music. And it's a fun music. It's not hard. It's fun. It's got some rules, but all music has rules. Right? Even free jazz has rules. <laughs> Schoenberg has rules. You know, so, so programs like these are important because they have access to excited people like Sammy and all the cats, right? Mm. That are in love with the music and are so in love with the music that they feel the need to share it at the highest possible level because they respect the music. And that's the goal, right? We do all these things because we respect the music and we want more people to understand how special it is. And if we don't do it, it's, it's gone. So, um, you know, of course I want to thank Sammy for all, and, and, and Tristan, you know, you guys are doing such great work and you're exposing our music, which is everybody's music to more people, right? We have, we have, I have a colleague before we go, I have a colleague at school, Dr. Flagel, she's a music ed colleague. And she's, her mantra is, more music, more people. Not empty chairs. <laughs> in person. How can we get more people in the room so we can share yeah. more music with them? Right? And, and that's yeah, exactly what we're doing. Great. Yeah, of course. Thank you for that. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's great to talk to you again. So everyone stay up to date with Colleen on her Instagram, Colleen Drums. Um, and stay up to date with USC, um, with the Clark Meeks Monk gig. Um, Next Thursday, 224 at 730 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which will be live streamed via the University of Southern South Carolina School of Music YouTube channel, um, as well as stay tuned for the Jazz Girls Day um, next year, uh, January 14th. So thank you so much for being here with us today. And be sure to stay up to date with Playbook at the Playbook Jazz Instagram at uh, and uh, this is playbook.com. So I'm going to sign up now, but thank you so much. Bye-bye, Dr. You, Clark. Bye. Bye-bye, Sammy. Bye, Trista. Bye. Bye.